0: Boys keep swinging. Boys always work it out. How did this boy's workout work out? Let's find out. Hi, everybody. This is Mark. Welcome to Out of Breath Albums, Episode 2. That, of course, was a line from the song Boys Keep Swinging from David Bowie's 1979 release, Lodger. I'm a huge Bowie fan. I'm also kind of a basic Bowie fan. My top Bowie albums. Cycle between Hunky Dory, Ziggy Stardust, and probably Station to Station. When you get to the Berlin Trilogy, which are the late 70s albums made up of Lowe, Heroes, and Lodger, I appreciate them, but they don't quite get into my head and into my heart the way that the earlier stuff tends to. I do own the new Career in a New Town box set on CD, incidentally. The only Bowie box set that I have, and that's a set that kind of covers that period of time. Kind of cheating, though, because I won it from a local record store in a Facebook contest. Anyway, I picked up Lodger last September while I was on vacation in Asheville, North Carolina at a cool store called Citizen Vinyl. If you're in the area, I highly recommend checking it out. It's downtown. Old newspaper building. They made newspapers there. It's not made of newspapers, for clarification. Anyway, old newspaper building. There's a coffee shop in there, record store in the corner with like a really curated selection of new and used records stuff that i've never seen before around here i spent some money there oh and they also have a record pressing plant where you can watch records being born through glass while you sip on your americano it's really pretty cool i'll put a link to them in the notes so you can check it out if you're in that area anyway let's get into the album for some context i'm going to pull some portions of a review of lodger by mike powell and pitchfork january 2016 just weeks after bowie passed Quote, the thing to know about Bowie's 1979 album Lodger is that there really isn't anything special to know. No creation myth, no alter ego, no 10 minute long song suites or spooky instrumentals or pretentious backstories about George Orwell and the squashed remains of ethic music as it survives in the age of Muzak rock. Actually, Lodger might be the first Bowie album marketed as nothing more than an album of music recorded by David Bowie. End quote. I'm going to skip ahead and I'll read a paragraph from later in the review as well. Quote, Lodger has ten songs, all of which are three to four minutes long. One is a great Talking Heads impression called DJ. Another is basically a Brian Eno song with vocals by David Bowie, Red Sails. The music is punky and dramatic and a little odd with detours into reggae and Near Eastern tonalities and nebulously exotic world sounds i filtered through the ears of a British guy with plenty of money and the imperial leeway to appropriate whatever he felt like. End quote. Definitely a point of view in that review, which is cool. I don't disagree necessarily, and I suspect Bowie might not either. Quote, To this day, no musician has better mastered the hermetic intensity of cocaine, a drug that makes you want to have long conversations with everyone you've ever met without leaving your room. End quote. There's more to that review, and I'll leave a link to that in the notes as well. So did Lodger make me feel the hermetic intensity of cocaine while I was pushing through my workout today? Not exactly. I came away with feelings about this album that are kind of the same as my feelings have always been when listening to it while sedentary. And those are It's David Bowie. And I love David Bowie. Hey, let's put on Aladdin Sane instead. It's just okay. So how did it stack up to a workout? Let's take a look. Side one opens with Fantastic Voyage. The tempo, moderate, 110 beats per minute. Energy, I would call ethereal, dark, but reassuring in a certain way. There are moments that keep you interested and engaged throughout the workout, but it's not ideal. It's not an ideal workout song. I give that one a five. It's probably the lowest rated for working out on the album. It's a decent song, though. African Night Flight. Tempo, fast, 160 beats per minute. Frenzied electric, hurried. If your goal is to keep moving on the treadmill or elliptical or whatever you're doing at a brisk pace, this ought to do it. I don't know that I'd call it a good song. It's certainly interesting. There's a lot of different sounds and tones and things happening that keep you engaged throughout it. Give that one a seven for a rating. Move on. No, not you. That's the track. This one's fast. 148 beats per minute, according to my meter brisk but calm it's kind of how i would describe it it keeps pace with african night flight the track right before it pretty well and i like the song better it's more of a bowie tune something that you'd recognize from bowie and for that reason it kept me engaged "Yassasin" looks like assassin like assassin but according to how he says it or sings it in the song i think it's "Yassasin." i don't know the album it reads in parentheses turkish for long live so this one is slow Or slow to moderate, I'd say. 85 beats per minute. I would describe it as meandering in places, but pretty joyful. Bluesy, but in a Middle Eastern way. Except they kind of took a detour through Jamaica, if that makes any sense to you at all. It's a really interesting song, and I like it. It's not especially built for a workout. Probably better suited for some recreational drugs red Sales is next to close out side one fast 145 beats per minute energy is very high it's a good song it's happy it's strong i really like it and it kept me moving good rating of a seven right there or at least average now we're moving on to side two and the opening track is the one that the reviewer described as a copy of like a david byrne talking head song i'd agree with that this one's not fast. 115 beats per minute, which is upbeat, but pretty moderate. Good funky groove. Keeps you in it from top to bottom. Definitely a Talking Heads influence here. You hear it right away, but, you know, I like the Talking Heads, so I'll give this one an 8. Look Back in Anger. Steady, driving the fastest tempo on this album at 250 beats per minute. Very fast. This one's a good one in a good place on the album because i was at this point kind of struggling to get through the second half of my workout today i was pretty sore from the last one this is where i was wearing down this will kind of help me keep going so i'm going to give this one an 8 boys keep swinging the lyrics that i alluded to at the beginning of the show today and it's happy you know 120 beats per minute which is the prototypical march tempo if you listen to any marches you know marching band music that type of thing you find a lot in this track to keep you engaged including some really interesting lyrics and really cool crazy guitar solo which is i think is adrian Balu, who you might know of king crimson fame it's really good and i read something i think it was actually just on wikipedia that said that Balu kind of came in and They purposely didn't play him any of the songs and they just had him lay down tracks. So that's why some of his solos on the album sound kind of crazy and out there and kind of not in sync with the rest of the music, but I kind of like it. It kept it interesting and I enjoyed it. Workout rating, eight. Last two tracks we're getting to. Repetition, 128 beats per minute, which is still, you know, moderate but upbeat, bordering on fast, even, consistent, dare I say, repetitive, sincere you know, the title's repetition. It does have a good beat. The guitar is cool again. It kind of bores me a little bit. It's just, it's more background. It's really nothing that stands out here. Workout ratings a six and red money. I quite like this song actually, but I wouldn't call it great for a workout. Cool layered energy, 105 beats per minute, which is, you know, not real fast, pretty moderate tempo. Again, quite repetitive, which is probably on purpose. It's got a disco feel to it in places seems like a better driving song than an exercising song actually I wouldn't mind driving along with this song going on in the background so it's actually a good way to close the album but maybe not for a workout the work got ratings of six on that one too okay so after listening to this album I've decided I should come back to it again and maybe give it another listen on my good turntable and headphones it's again as I said at the beginning it's not a Bowie album that blows me away but I think it is worth a another listen. I would actually call the Grand Illusion album from Styx the last album we did a better workout album. Funnily enough though, the overall score when you average them out 6.9. The exact same as that album. Weird, huh? Like I said, these are subjective. Could have been a number of factors. I was still a little sore today from the last workout, like I said. Didn't go as well. Perhaps that was creeping into my perceptions of the Grand Illusion versus Lodger. I also hold the Grand Illusion among my favorite Styx albums, and it's full of big Hits. Lodger is not among my favorite Bowie albums, as I said, so maybe that's got something to do with it. I don't know, but let me know what you think of Lodger if you've listened to the album. If you haven't, listen to it yourself this week. I've got links to the album on Spotify and Apple Music, or if you're lucky enough to also have it on vinyl, throw it on there. Let me know what you think of it. How does it work for a workout for you if you happen to do that? I'd like to know. I've decided after doing two of these now because you know, I want to continue to give thorough and complete rundowns of these albums and still have time for other projects. So I'm going to work on two of these a week rather than three. I'm still going to work out three to four times a week, but the others I'll probably just put a basketball game on or something. But because of that, I'll release them as two separate podcast episodes each week rather than all together. Okay, that's it. Visit rockandrollreclaim.com for the text version of this review, along with all the other stuff I'm doing including Super Space Robot, which is my content marketing and digital content creation podcast. We've got a pretty cool new episode, if I do say so myself, coming out within a day of this one, either Thursday or Friday, probably Friday, actually. Now, you may not be interested in digital marketing and content marketing if you're listening to this podcast. But maybe check this episode out because I talk a lot about the Beatles Get Back documentary. So that might be something you're interested in. There's also a Epon White Snake that you can find while you're going through that list. So get a hold of me on social media. Mark Donner, M-A-R-K-D-A-U-N-E-R, pretty much everywhere. You can also follow Rock and Roll Reclaimed on Instagram twitter and facebook got all those links over at the website don't forget to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already so you don't miss an episode like i said two a week will be coming so we'll see you next week on out of breath albums i'm kind of out of breath